ready? Oh man, I couldn't even take a sip. All right. Good evening. Let's call to order the Human Relations Commission special meeting of February 13th, 2024 at 7.09 p.m. The city strongly denounces hate speech and does not tolerate disruptive behavior in our meetings. Sunnyvale prides itself on the rich diversity of our residents. We are committed to creating a culture of belonging where members of our diverse community feel included, safe, and respected. This commission meeting is considered a limited public forum, which means the commission can regulate the time, place, and manner of speech to prevent our meetings from being disruptive. This protects the rights of other speakers and ensures the commission can accomplish its business in a reasonably efficient manner. Speaker comments must be limited to the agenda item being considered by the commission. The presiding officer will make a determination as to whether a speaker's comment is related to an agenda item being considered by the commission. If a speaker does not comply, the presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech. Before we get started, I'd like to remind commissioners of some procedural items for this meeting. During the meeting, remote participants will remain muted when not speaking. If remote participants have a question or comment, please use the raise hand feature. Speakers will be called upon to speak one at a time. Members of the public may participate in person, online, or by telephone to provide public comment. Please submit a speaker card to the recording officer in person or use the raise hand feature online to request to speak using star nine on a telephone. Location and teleconference meeting details are available on the meeting agenda. Captions are available to viewers accessing this meeting via Zoom. Captions can be displayed or hidden using the show captions button. Comments and matters not on the agenda must be submitted prior to the time I call the item for oral communications. Comments and agenda items must be submitted prior to the time I close the public hearing on the agenda item. Speakers are requested to keep their comments to no more than three minutes and time limits will be strictly enforced. Guidelines are posted on the city's website and on the meeting agenda. Please join me in the salute to the flag. Recording officer, may we please have the roll call? Chair Ramsetti. Vice Chair uh, Sinkia. Present. Here. Commissioner Camacho. Present. Commissioner Leon. Present. Commissioner Zabata. Three present with Commissioners Zapata and Chair Ramsetti absent. I believe these are excused absences. Thank you. All right, let's move to presentation. So the first presentation is item 230308, which is the planning for the Halakha Seder in collaboration with Jewish and Muslim community members. Is there a staff presentation, Fernanda? Um. There is no presentation at the moment. Uh, the idea will be to um, talk a little bit about 
what it will entail to have this. Um, we are in the preliminary conversations about having the Halakha Seder as part of um, one of the Human Relations Commission's events or initiatives with the community. And uh, the idea is to bring the um, Muslim community and the Jewish community um, together for um, basically breaking of the bread. And that's the idea behind Halakha Seder that happens right after Easter and in collaboration, as I said before, with the um, Muslim community and Jewish community. But I, um, I believe that there are going to be some comments today related to this issue or this initiative. Um, and so that's why the idea here right now is um, is just to listen, maybe have an open conversation and and decide further what to do uh, about the 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 Halakha Center. Thanks, Fernanda. Um, I know David, I know we have some uh, potential public comments regarding this issue. And I receive an email that um, somebody from the community will be speaking about that. Would you say that we wait until public comment or invite that conversation to happen now? Either way is fine. You can hear commissioners can have a discussion first and then public comment, or you could hear public comment first. Do I make that decision, David, or do we you're welcome as, as chair you can make the decision okay um before we invite public comments i just want to reorient us commissioner leon and commissioner camacho that when we developed the annual work plan last time we went through a whole list of topics and we prioritized which topics we were recommending that we as a community then celebrate and so one of those items was the Halakha Seder, which we had scheduled for April. So, and this is why I think it's probably the first item on the table because it's the one that's coming up the soonest. And if you have nothing that you want to say other than just me orienting us, I would like to hear from the public first. Okay, I see nodding. Okay, we can move on. We'll go to members of the public. First up is Sylvie B. Sylvie, you've been unmuted and you have three minutes to address the commission. Thank you. Can you hear me? Uh, my name is Sylvie and I have been a resident of Sunnyvale for 14 years. I live here with my husband and my two children. I'm here to discuss the proposed Halakha Seder, an event designed to bridge gaps and build bonds between our Jewish and Muslim neighbors in Sunnyvale. The intention behind this event is admirable, and under different circumstances, it would be a beacon of hope and collaboration. However, I must express my deep reservations about the timing of this event. We, the Jewish community, are still in mourning, still grappling with the aftermath of the tragic events of October 7th and the subsequent conflict in Gaza. We are also a community that is currently fearful because of the larger anti-Semitic climate in the US, and more specifically in the Bay Area, it is an understatement to say that many of our recent contacts with Muslims in Sunnyvale and other Bay Area cities have been contentious and deeply traumatizing to the entire community. The intergenerational trauma of persecution that we as Jews carry deep within us 
has been triggered by events that have taken place here at home since October 7th. In such times, when wounds are fresh and pain is palpable for both communities, by the way, the idea of a unity event, however well-intentioned, seems premature. It risks being perceived as an insensitive glossing over of recent traumas. Worst yet, it risks inadvertently serving as yet another platform that incites conflict and mistrust among the two communities that you seek to bridge and heal. In an informal poll just taken within our community, we have yet to find willing participants for such an event in the coming months. I wanna make it clear, this is not an opposition to unity or to the idea of peaceful communal gatherings in general, far from it. We all recognize and cherish our shared humanity and hope for future understanding and reconciliation. But timing is really crucial. Like an open wound, healing will take time and cannot be rushed. It requires patience, sensitivity, and above all, respect for each other's journey of grief and recovery. Therefore, I propose deferring this event. Our community is more than willing to share our perspectives with you or any other body advising the city of Sunnyvale around future events or initiatives. We really appreciate your thoughtful consideration of this matter during a highly sensitive and painful time. Thank you. Thank you for your comments, Sylvie. That was the final remote public speaker at this time. Thank you, David. So David, Fernanda, do we can we go into discussion now? Yeah. Are we allowed to ask questions of yes. the public? Or of only of each other? You're you're allowed to ask questions of members of the public. Uh, and if they raise their hand with interest to answer them, uh, they can be unmuted to answer your questions. Thank you, David. Commissioner Leon, Commissioner Camacho, what are your thoughts so far? Your reactions? There we go. Um, I, I have to say, I, in some ways, I agree with uh, Sylvie, who just spoke from the public, in that I notice that there's a, a large amount of anti-Semitism as well in the in the in the world at large, but very specifically here in the area, um, including today. I was actually in San Francisco earlier today. I was at a Holocaust memorial that has been there for decades, and um, there was anti-Jewish demonstrations there at that moment. And it's a shame because this is not has has nothing to do with the current situation. But because it's a focal point of the Jewish community, uh, people chose to go and do the demonstrations there. Um, I don't know when the right time would be to defer this to. If we decided to defer it, I don't know when, how long. But it, perhaps it is a good idea. And um, I don't know what would have to change in the Bay Area at large in order for that anti-Semitism that I I am I am very aware of it. It is palpable, and I'm not here to say I'm on one side or the other. Both sides have their 
tragedies that are happening or have happened to them. And so it is not my point to be on one side or another, but at the same time, I think Sylvie has a good point that perhaps this is not the right timing for that type of event. Thanks, Commissioner Leon. Commissioner Camacho. Pues, eh, el punto de vista de Silvia es eh, respetable, pero eh, desde mi percepción, creo que a veces los eventos en donde se recuerda que si se realiza el evento desde un desde una, un pensamiento de unión y de solidaridad, de perdón, de confianza, el, el papel de nuestra comisión precisamente con el nombre de Relaciones Humanas es disponernos más hacia la parte humana y positiva de la comunidad que está eh, recordando Sí, las situaciones que se pasan, gracias a ellas el, el pensamiento evoluciona. Sí me parece que pues, podríamos trabajar en, en, en tener la tolerancia para todos y que, y que el mensaje sea que, que debe haber más tolerancia. So I don't know how perfect the worldly translation was making, but if I understood you right, Commissioner Camacho, you're saying that these kinds of events would actually help move towards greater tolerance and greater understanding, especially during a painful time. Thank you. And my comments are, I, Sylvia, I wanna thank you for making the time to make that comment and also for doing an informal poll. I don't know how many people you polled and I'm not part of either community that we're talking about here, but I can very much relate um, to the feeling of the strife that's happening in your home countries and how deep it goes. And I, I know that this is not a very clear cut. I mean, yeah, I know we're talking about the unity event and I know the answer is not very easy simply uh, precisely because of what you had shared. I can see both sides of what Commissioner Camacho was saying, which is that it's during times like this that events like that do help or bring, coming together does help. And I can also see what Commissioner Leon was saying and um, agreeing with what you were saying, Sylvie, with what Sylvie was saying, which is that timing is essential also. Maybe it is too fresh right now. I also want to highlight the fact that as a commission, I don't think our goal is to just put out events willy-nilly. Like it's not... We're not doing this just to fill a spot. We're doing this because we think it will benefit the community. Fernando, what do we do from here? Do we have to make a decision right now? Um, well, it'd be advisable, yes, to come up with uh, a decision just because we need to... Um, plan. Plan, exactly. Yeah, so I would say that... It will be in you know in the interest of the commission as well as the community to know what is it that we're planning to do and just so to bring a little bit of context i know you did that before but when we started having these conversations um about the work plan for the commission 
Um, it was basically since you all started last year in June, July, and this conversation came up in, um, uh, I would say that in August. So it's, it's something that has been brewing for a while before uh, the October 7 attack. And so I would say that having um having or taking that into account and listening to the community and uh just to be transparent we we met with the um with the group uh that um um the speaker was was referring to where they presented to myself and to the um deputy city manager their concerns about this event um, back in December, so or in January this past month, so I would say that taking that into consideration, plus the public comment today, um, I will leave it up to the commissions of course, the commissioners, of course, but I will say that um, it's important just to have that uh, this side as well as perhaps the other side into account. I don't know if you or want to explore that option as well. So Fernanda's asking if we want to hear perhaps another from another member of the community who might be in favor of having this event. I mean, obviously other than the three of us, but how would we arrange that Fernanda, given that we have to have time, we don't have a lot of time left. That's right. Um, that is a good question. I think that in in the interest of time, we can uh, maybe table it and discuss it for later, depending on what um, what the commissioners think is appropriate, um, as well as uh, hopefully will be a resolution to the, to the conflict that is happening and um, things will be different. But at this point, maybe... Um, inviting the other um, the other uh, another perspective on this could be appropriate but again I'm not saying that that's the part that we have to do that's something that we have to do maybe just tabling could be a, a, a good option until we come up with a better option I also want to just echo what the speaker said what Sylvie said that she's not asking us to cancel the event or in opposition of the event it's the timing of it so the deferral is what she is asking us to consider, deferring it to another time. I also want to highlight for the commission and for um, the public who are here also, we had originally planned to have a difficult conversation in May. Mm -hmm. So it would be the month after. So, I mean, the topic is pretty timely. I think it's always timely. So we have that option also of just pulling that up earlier. So commissioners, are you, so are you uh, um, let me just get this clear. So you're suggesting instead of having this uh, joint event, having the difficult conversation in its place while we consider what the timing is going to be? Not necessarily. I'm just giving us, reminding us of what else is on the calendar. Uh, but that could be an option. That could be. Um, we could also do something else. If it's uh, if you don't mind going back to what you said as well, I, I I believe that unfortunately we put out 
some things that maybe we could have considered how to, uh, whether we should even consider them or when to consider them without talking to the community first. And I think that perhaps in your own words, we would, we don't want to put things out willy-nilly, if I heard you correctly, um, that perhaps not asking somebody from the other perspective, do you want to do this or do you think we should do this, but going deeper and uh, start from the scratch and from, from the beginning and say, we're considering doing this. What are your thoughts about it? And um, I wouldn't necessarily ask, are you in favor of this or not? But just what are your thoughts and do some more research. And there may be other communities that might have uh, a, a valid input into this as well. Before I respond, Commissioner Camacho, do you have anything you want to ask or say before I respond? Oh, wait, this is our translation. Okay, it's still going. No, no, it's here, Jose. It's working. I mean, oh. Commissioner Nilian. So you're proposing, Commissioner Leon, that we, so we did publish this, right? We did, this is out, sorry, when I'm saying this, I'm referring to the list that we, the calendar that we came up with last time. And that's how the speaker was able to provide um, such thoughtful commentary okay. because she was able to see it. But you're suggesting we should also go out and do more polling as each individual commissioner I, I'm not suggesting that we ourselves do the polling, but perhaps create a form by which people can submit comments. Is that possible, Fernanda? I think so. I think um, it's doable. The, the question is, who is going to be our audience and is it... Um, is it going to be at large, the, com the community at large, or is it going to be a specific community, like the Jewish community, the Muslim community, our community? I mean, so that's and kind of difficult. Sure. It will be kind of difficult to kind of like do that parsing of who is it going to go. Um, and I what, think mm -hmm. what he's saying, Fernanda, is not specifically for Halakha Sider, but for everything that we have put out. Well, Right, that's what you're saying. Sure. Things in which we are expecting uh, participation from specific groups, yes. Where it doesn't require a specific group to uh, be a, a, a willing participant, then no, we don't need to do that. But in this case, I mean, imagine if your mom told you, okay, CDK, uh, I mean, uh, I was like... <laughs> You're going to do this, but it's not what you planned on doing. It's almost like forcing you to do something. I know, and I'm saying your parent, but somebody else in your life could say, this is what I have planned for you. After you said, we don't want to do this willy-nilly, it, it made it clear to me that we are, in essence, telling the community, we're going to do this. And we didn't give them an opportunity to voice their opinions. I mean, I would take that a step further, even to say that I don't think it's just asking um, certain groups, identity groups or affinity groups to yeah. win. I'm looking at the topics that we have. All of these do require engagement from people. They are for True. our people. Very true. 
So perhaps we need to reconsider how we're going to move forward, not not just with this, but if everything is requiring participation in some form or another, then we need to reconsider if this is the right way of doing things. Yeah, I agree. Which would require that we table everything for now. Oh. Yeah. And, and it's not my intent to when... just say, let's just put everything off. It's just, I, I, I want to make sure that we, what events we create are a good thing for people to, uh, it's what the, uh, it's going to move the conversation forward. I think there is an element of listening for sure, but I also want to point out the fact that part of why the commission has been assembled the way that we have, and I get that we have two mission missing commissioners right now, is we are supposed to be representatives of our communities. And even without doing formal listening as an entire commission, I do think it is our duty on a regular basis to be listening to the people who live and work in this in Sunnyvale all the time, not just in relation to this, because we are supposed to be working in the interest of everybody here. Commissioner Camacho, do you have thoughts? Dándole la razón a que trabajamos, pensamos y elaboramos en favor de la comunidad. Sí me gustaría escuchar más voces de la comunidad y si hubieran en este momento participantes, no me voy tan lejos a encuestas. Ni, si en este momento eh, hubiesen más voces participantes de la comunidad, sería muy interesante. Pero si no las hay, es colocarnos de acuerdo, ponernos de acuerdo entre nosotros qué es lo mejor para la comodidad de, de la comunidad. Okay, so where does this leave us? We have to make a decision whether... And I, I can see a couple of options for us going forward. We make a decision to not move forward with the planning of Halakasa there and indeed postpone that, like completely make that decision now. We don't even have to discuss the timing. It's just the, the deferral of it. We also have the decision of for the rest of the items and the agenda, uh, the calendar celebration or the events calendar, I don't know what the right word is. Do we want to double check this, confirm this by doing some kind of formal public listening. Granted that this is public, yes, people could have commented on it, just like Sylvie has. Do we want to go out and do formal listening? If I, if hey, I may, Fernanda. yes. Um, so I think the idea of the Harakaseder was to celebrate and mm -hmm. unity, right? And I think that in the spirit of all the events that we have done in the past, that they're called um, Sunnyvale Unity, it's to seek uh, understanding, community, a sense of belonging, 
Um, and I feel that not only because we had one speaker talking about this issue today, um, the situation that we're living in this moment is probably not, uh, uh, you know, conducive to a celebration. So my, um, my suggestion will be to table it indefinitely until, um, until things are in, in a better space. Uh, this was, I would say, again, just to give context, this was way back before everything, you know, happened last year. So at that time, it was kind of like a good idea because we were in conversations with uh, the Islamic Network Group and we have uh, previous events where uh, community members actually spoke about um, Islamophobia as well as anti-Semitism. And so we wanted to continue the conversation. So at that time, it sounded and it looked like a good idea to be part of the initiatives and activities that the Human Relations Commission could do. Now we are in a different space and a different Very time. Very different. Yeah. So I will say, let's table that um, and we'll revisit it. Okay. Later. We didn't remove it from the, or I didn't remove it from the working plan from the draft just because it's been on it for a few months. And because we had the December meeting, um, it was canceled, right? And then we had all these items that we needed to discuss in January. I think there was not a lot of time to kind of like process it and really talk about this back in January. So I think um, it was not lack of desire. I think it was more lack of time and a lot of information that we needed to discuss and approve. And part of it was the work plan. So I will say let's table it right now. I also think that it's important for the commission, even though we don't have um, two commissioners today, to start exploring what those four difficult conversations or difficult, I, I mean, we, we call it difficult dialogues or difficult conversations, but in reality, they don't have to be difficult. It's just that we think that are going to be difficult, but it's, it's just trying to get some um, uh, understanding, right, on things that are perhaps are not super um, known or that perhaps we need a little bit more information or perhaps that we need to, a little bit more context. So if we need to bring, for example, a speaker to talk about something in particular, I remember you all suggested something about bullying, talking about the issue of bullying. I would love to know exactly what kind of bullying, right? Are we going to be focusing on the schools, um, elementary schools, middle schools, high school? Are we going to be working towards what kind of, um, you know, it could be more expensive, right? So it could be workplace bullying. I don't know, because that's something that the commissioners have to decide and discuss and kind of like narrow the scope. Um, you also brought something really interesting, which was, I think it was intergenerational uh, conversations or, and I want to know exactly what you all meant by that, because it will be important to start planning about that. It could be that is not somebody outside from the community of Sunnyvale, but maybe uh, folks that already have experience um, dealing with, uh, and I'm assuming that the topic was 
you know, intergenerational, um, I think it was care. So I don't know if it's caring for elder parents and at the same time that I'm caring for my younger kids. So it will be something that is important for the commissioners to discuss. So I, I will say that that will be my advice to, to all of you. And then I can start thinking of who do we invite, uh, if we need a speaker, maybe for the next meeting, we'll have some names, things like that. And then the logistic obviously is going to be something that will be taking care in my office as far as like registration, marketing, location, things like that. But I, I will definitely need more direction on those four conversations. And I know that's the next agenda item. Mm -hmm. Is it before we move on to that one, I do want to close this one out. Yeah. Um, so that we are clean on this conversation. I do have some questions. That, I mean, not necessarily specific to this, but inspired by this. David, Fernanda, am I allowed to ask them? I don't want, I don't want to break the rules. That's what I'm trying to not do. You can certainly ask the question. And if it seems too far out of bounds, uh, we'll let you know. Because we were just talking about how we need to do better listening. And I get that there is no easy way to do that, to be able to identify the different groups here, right? Because people will have to self-select into that. But is there a way, Fernanda, because you talked about how you had a conversation, is it the Islamic Network of Sunnyvale? Where do we find the list of those kinds of groups here? Do we just do a Google search? We do have a list, that um, community list, that we usually send information, for example, for the Human Relations Commission, they they are in our serve uh, on our list serve. Um, we can provide that list to all of you absolutely, and um, I'm not sure if we could do um, if we could do a Polko uh, survey. I, I will. It will be something to you know to explore. I'm not too sure if that will be um, something that we could do as as a short survey, as far as like perhaps what issues or what um, what issues would you like the Human Relations Commission to address? And it could be kind of like an open question to the community. And I don't know um, the turnaround. So I will have to explore a little bit more, find out that, um, you know, the the logistics behind it. But is the, that's the only thing that it comes to mind if that's where you want to go. Like ask the community what kind of conversations or um, topics will the community be interested in, you know, bringing it to the Human Relations Commission. Is that what you're asking me? Not quite. I Before I respond to that, I don't know, Commissioner Leon, Commissioner Camacho, if there's anything you want to say in, or ask in relation to what Fernanda just said. So I'm very aware that I'm dominating the airtime. I, I think that could be a really good idea to do something like that. I would caution not to do it just with certain groups. Um, obviously, in the interest of unity, I don't think we can exclude anybody. So we should at least make an effort to let everybody know that it they are able to uh, contribute and take participate in the survey. Um, and I don't have a problem with specifically encouraging 
um, the main groups that we're, we've been discussing to make sure that they participate, but at the same time, make, make sure that it is known that it's open to other groups as well, not just who we selected. So again, in the interest of uh, unity and diversity, just make sure that we all, uh, allow everybody to participate. Estoy de acuerdo con lo que dice el comisionado León eh, y con lo que dice Fernanda. Me parece una muy buena idea poder eh, tener esa oportunidad de lo que piensa la comunidad y que sea abierta a las personas que pues quieran participar eh, de manera diversa. Sí, me parece. Estoy de acuerdo con los dos. What I hear, Fernanda, is that that survey would be quite a bit of work to make it happen. We also don't know what our response rate would be, but they're saying it is a good idea. I do agree it's worth an effort, but I want to push us a little bit further also. I think there we have five commissioners here. I suggest each of us takes several groups that are in the list serve and make an active effort to build relationships with them and go have conversations with them because I'm aware also of the fact that when we do our informal polls likely we are looking into our networks and our networks more often than not will reflect people who are already thinking and acting like us so I do think we should make an, a very conscious effort to build relationships with these groups more than doing a survey So I think we have our, our action item, Fernandez, to get that list. And we all need to commit. Sorry, Commissioner Zapata and Commissioner Ramasetti. I'm signing everybody up to do something. I do think we should divvy that list up and go to some of their meetings, have conversations with representatives from the group. And not just with the idea of building the work plan out, but just to understand more of their perspectives. I didn't even know this listserv existed, so that's amazing. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, that's the list that we use uh, when we're preparing our Sunnyvale Unity events and um, share information with the not only the, the, the people who have already attended those uh, past events, but organizations that are part of kind of like our network. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Those are the organizations we want to build relationships with. Yeah, I think that is a great idea. Okay, so can I get a commitment from the two who are present that we are going to do this? Okay, so normally I would say absolutely. Um, and this is actually not in the section where I should have said this, but uh, I don't believe I'm going to be able to continue with the commission. So that's a separate conversation. Barring that, I'm all in favor of it, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to participate in it because I'm taking myself off the commission. Wait, this is off the agenda. Yes. I don't know what to do here. I just have to answer the question you asked me. And, you know, it would be disingenuous of me to say yes. And then, you know, I'm committing to calling five different groups and then at the end of the meeting say, oh, but guess what? I'm quitting. Mm. So I agree, it is off agenda. And I, it was not my intent to go there, but I needed to answer the question. 
Okay, I know how facilitator me would handle this, but what are the rules here? I think he effectively answered your question and went a little bit deeper as to the justification why. So I think that's, it's acceptable. Okay. But Commissioner Camacho's in, I see you nodding. Yes. Okay. All right. So we'll get that list and we'll figure it out amongst the four of us and our potential replacement commissioner. Yeah. So with that, should we move to the next item? Councilmember Sal, is there anything you want to say? No, okay. So we're gonna talk now about the, the let's come up with a diff different name here, Fernanda, for the four difficult conversations. We'll think of a new name. I, uh, on the agenda is civility roundtables. Would that yeah. be better? Yeah. Which is when we can leave item that. number 230390. If we're how we're gonna host and if we're gonna host the first of the four civility roundtables. No staff presentation, right, Fernanda? But this is the discussion that you had started to take us down as what is the topic that we're going to use uh, yes. cover. So based on the agenda, I mean the work plan that we um, discussed last uh, meeting and January. approved. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I know, and and maybe for just for my own um, understanding, just because again we didn't have enough time last January, and uh, we have this four civility roundtables. On top of that, we also have this. Um, additional events that um, you all came up with and um, they are in different months. So my question to you, and it's also a question of capacity, and I think that was a question from last time that, that I also had, think yeah. it will be important to address again. Um, do we want to have these civility roundtables that address issues that you brought up, like, for example, the bullying or the multi-heritage um, item that is in July. In September, we have bullying. We also have uh, the immigrant experience in December. And I think there was one more. The unhouse experience. Yeah. Yeah. So would you consider thinking about having the civility roundtables around those topics and we combine um, the two of them instead of, a, you know, instead of creating eight different things. Yeah. Um, because I remember the conversation was about capacity and can we do all that? And and I think that is important for, for the commissioners now um, to also, uh, well, with the news that Jose will be um, stepping down too. I think that that should give us a little bit more of um, space to think about and the fact that we don't have two commissioners today. So it's my suggestion just to maybe explore if you want to combine the, the, the eight things into four, but it's all up to you. So that could be kind of like the space for this discussion. And I know it's called a round table, but we said we weren't going to limit the format 
Yeah, no, yeah. definitely not. Commissioners Camacho and Leon, shall we do what Fernanda was saying, which is explore the idea of this and see what, what would we do then? How would we do this? I, I'm in agreement, yes. All right, so let's think about this. If Again, last time we talked about how we didn't want to restrict it to a specific format because we said it could take many forms. It could take, it could be in the form of inviting an outside speaker to come enlighten and then have conversation after that. It could be pure dialogue. It could be an experiential type of an event. So I think what Fernanda's saying, we need to decide a topic and then, then we can figure out what the right format is. So looking at the topics that we have, and I can hand this down to you if you also want to see our notes from last time. Wait, is that allowed, David? Okay. Okay. Those are the topics that we had talked about. Um, yeah, no, uh, what I was going to say is that I can share my screen and the work plan is there. That will be okay. helpful to all of you. Okay, let me just do that through Zoom. I wish um, Commissioner Zapata was here because she's very passionate about certain topics. We can also pick a different topic for the civility roundtables. I mean, one that's not on this list. So on that, I, I was considering just what if we made it about um, not necessarily difficult conversations, but how to get to know each other better. And it's like have uh, tried to share the positive things about each community what do they love what do they enjoy what are they um what are they passionate about and i and i understand that a lot of it's going to be similar but there are going to be some differences and so rather than making it about let's have a difficult conversation which i know I'm, we're getting away from that what about having conversations that will get to know each other in, a, in an effort to unite us like a Make it more of a celebration. Yeah, celebration, connection. I like that idea. Dentro de los temas que tenemos en la agenda, hay uno muy cercano. Ya estamos a mediados de, de febrero. 
prácticamente en 20 días es eh, el tema sobre el Día de la Mujer, sobre la, creo que podríamos trabajar de primerísimas para salir de una vez de, de, del evento y, y de la participación con la comunidad sobre, sobre este tema, que es el más cercano y como dijo el comisionado León, se puede sacar las partes positivas dándole como siempre una recordación a la sociedad del, del papel de la mujer en todo tipo de comunidad, porque pues nosotras estamos en el desarrollo de la familia, de la sociedad, de la comunidad. Women's Month is in March. I'm okay if we do something for women in April. Is that what you were saying, Commissioner Camacho? Like the topic would be around the experience of women? Pues era como mirando los puntos de la agenda. Que estamos hablando abril, pero pues ya tenemos a marzo así ya. Entonces por eso toco ese tema. Wait, you're saying do it in March? Yes, we're almost in March already. Commissioner Camacho, ¿qué le parece si en lugar de hacer algo en marzo, hacemos algo en abril para el tema de la historia de mujeres? Is that okay, Fernanda, if we go off the common calendar? I don't know what the right word is, like what the rest of the country is doing. Yes, short answer, yes, that's fine. Um, again, as I said before, this is, or the draft work plan was a guideline for all of you, but definitely... The idea, I think the spirit of this um, commission is to bring awareness to different issues, but also create community, build connections, relationships. Um, and so it doesn't necessarily have to follow a schedule per se. It's more about, you know, what are the things that you all think are important to raise as well as discuss? And are they of importance and relevance for the community. So I think that that's the part. I feel that by May, I think the the topics that you provided last time, I thought they were very interesting um, and the sort of exploration. I think that the fact that they came from very organically from all of you meant that you all had some either passion or connection or um desire to explore so i will just go with that part instead of oh on the calendar it says okay we have to do something about women's history month i mean i'm not saying that it's not um it, you shouldn't do it but perhaps well um just to bring an example um what is it that we want to highlight or explore about women's history month do we want to explore the fact that um, we have a large population of immigrant women that are working on a specific um, 
I don't know, food industry or um, the desire, the, the understanding of what it takes to be uh, a woman who is working outside of the home, but is also taking care of their children at home or some um, older, you know, parents or sending money across the globe to their family, something like that, that I'm sure is going to resonate with this community because Sunnyvale is almost 50% an immigrant community. So that's something there that could be of relevance. It could be, and it doesn't have to be in March. It could be something that is a little bit more thought out, marinated, and and then we can maybe have a panel of women from, you know, from different walks of life i'm sure you all have lots of connection connections and know people and and that will be part of an event or it could be part of a conversation or you know it doesn't have to be a round table it can be just you know a panel and one of you can be the moderator you can be in the panel as well so yeah those are kind of like ideas that i i Lots of good ideas, Fernanda. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I got my neurons going. There you go. <laughs> okay, so Commissioner Camacho, Commissioner Leon. So Commissioner Leon had talked, proposed the idea of what it was something a bit more, for lack of a better term, universal, um, where we maybe are um, having dialogue across difference, many kinds of difference. And then Commissioner Camacho said, what if we focus on women? Or we could, there's a third option is what if we focus on another topic to Fernanda's point and we could come up with a lot of different options for that. But can we just agree we're going to talk about the Mar month of April? Like March is next month. Let's not even talk about March. Let's be real here. Let's talk about April. So if we were to do a more universal one, I don't want to use the word generic Commissioner Leon, a more universal and topic. What could it I, be? I agree, and it's not a generic. Well, perhaps it's it's seen as a generic topic, but because uh, we could do skill building too, which is like, how do you even have a conversation with someone who is very different from you? Fernanda, We've done stuff like that. No, Fernanda and Jackie has put on have put on those yeah, kinds exactly. of conversations already, which I think you participated in some of those. I did. I went to and my to, wife did, and yeah. some of my friends. Um. I, yeah, I don't. I personally, I don't think skill building would be a good option, right, for that. Okay. That's a different topic. I don't feel opinion. strongly. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a great thing, but I don't think everybody in the community agrees. And so from what I remember is if you look at back at the uh, Unity events that Jackie and then with the help of by herself and her team and then with the help of Fernanda has put together, it started out as a huge participation and so gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. And the last of them was, the last two of them was about skill building. So I, as much as it pains me, I don't think that the public is interested so much in that. By Just based on what I noticed from the participation. Um, so maybe look at the other two events. And I understand the times were different then. 
but perhaps there's something we can learn about those events. What was it that caused the community to be as involved as they were? You know, the vigil, mm -hmm. um, the uh, the uh, panel discussion. Those, I think, were the two most uh, attended, if I'm, unless I'm wrong. And I, I think maybe learn from those and continue some of those conversations in order to get the community more engaged. Because it's not just about what we want to do, but, you know, it may not be what's of interest to the community. Okay, I'm I'm pro no no not doing necessary specific skill building. Sorry, sorry, Fernanda. No, no, no. I was just gonna say. I mean, um, Jose brings a good point. I think that last year we had uh, a great turnout when we had the panelists, and yeah. after that we had the table discussions and then the presentation at the end. Uh, those events are usually really well attended because you're hearing from somebody experience, then you kind of like bring it down to your small table and then you present at the end. And I think that there is a lot to say about that community building, you know, having that uh, personal contact, interaction, conversations. I think people love to have those spaces. Um, yes, definitely the other two, we were looking to give the community some skills about what to do when you have, you know, in a, in a situation where um, you um, are the recipient of like a microaggression or a bias incident or a bigotry, you know, situation. Not yeah. to interrupt you for yeah, yeah. at all, but I believe that was a very uh, worthwhile uh, for myself, my wife and other friends that participated. We all thought it was a great training. Mm -hmm. And yet, not that many people showed up compared to the other events. But yeah. Yeah. And I think. So, so we thank you for it. that training, first of all. But let's see what the community is willing to participate in. Yes. So going along with, you know, what I what I was saying is um, basically those community events where there is that public. Um, kind of like personal experience chair through a panel or a speaker and then having the space for table discussions where we kind of use our intergroup dialogue ex, um, experience and skills and then the presentation, I think that will be something that the commission could, you know, think about doing um, or proposing. And, um, and then if we look at something else where there is that training component, uh, it could be something that it, it, it could be more, more, much more specific to a community, right? Uh, not necessarily to the community at large. So that will be my my take on that. But um, I think you you bring a good point about what what is it that is going to bring more um, kind of um, return on, on our investment. But at the same time, what is it that we're looking for? And if we're looking for conversations, for networking, for building, really? you know, relation building, then maybe the first one is the yeah, way to I go. Agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's not skill building. It's perspective building and relationship building that we should go after. I was just Googling what, because I don't, I don't have the handout that we had last time, which was so nice with all the, the list of the things that are in April. We do have Arab American Heritage Month, 
neurodiversity also is something that's highlighted in April. I'm actually speaking on ADHD and leadership with some companies in April because of that. I don't know if we want to go down the route of picking a very specific theme like that for April or if we want to do something, let's go non-traditional and go with women. We're talking about women in April. So Fernanda, our goal is to decide today so that we can start putting out communications and planning, right? At least for the first two. So um, just backing up a little bit. So do we decide that those four roundtables um, or civility roundtables are going to be combined with the four um, events that you suggested or are they we going to be four that? We have okay. not said that yet. Yes. Okay. That's, um, I want clarity on that just so I can start kind of planning ahead as well as um, if we're planning for something, I will say that at least more clarity in the next few months. So I will need to know, okay, what's the idea for April, May, June, for example? Okay, we need answers for April, May, June. Yo pensaría que si tú tienes un, un plan de trabajo ya adelantado eh, con los líderes eh, ahorita para abril, pues empecemos con lo que ya hay adelantado. Como dijo Fernanda, el tema de las mujeres no tiene que ser precisamente en la fecha. Podemos organizarlo más, podemos especificarlo, focalizarlo de mejor manera y empezar con lo que es más disponible y más adelantado en trabajo y, y focalizado. So, so just a note, I, I mute all of you when uh, Commissioner Camacho talks because we need to separate English and Spanish audio. And when multiple English mics are on, that works. But if we're trying to speak in different languages, we only have one set on at a time for the system to work. That's why it wasn't translating properly earlier. Thank you, David. You got us. Thank you. So I want to make sure I understood what Commissioner Camacho was saying, which is that we, we should start with a topic that we've already made progress on and that's easy to do in April. Did I understand that correctly? Yes, sí, yo entiendo que acabas de decir que, que para abril ya tienes como una, un adelanto sobre líderes, sobre el tema de líderes del TDAH. Sí, entonces que si ya tiene ese tema adelantado, pues entonces nos focalizamos a apoyarla en ese tema, ya que en el tema de la mujer pues aún no tenemos nada todavía eh, decidido, sino que empezar a trabajar con lo que ya haya más construcción. Okay, now I got it. Okay, let's have a discussion. I, you know, I'll admit a part of me is afraid of making a mistake here in terms of picking a topic that doesn't serve our public well, like our fellow residents and fellow working people here. A, a small part of me is a little bit nervous about that. I just want to put that out there. And I don't know if the, the two of you are also feeling that. But I think... We should go with our what we know about 
again, the people who live around us that we do know, the people that we've heard on from the public, and we are going to commit to doing more listening also. I think we should pick a topic that is applicable to many, that will serve many, and that will reach the outcomes of building relationships, building perspective, expanding perspective. If I may, I, I think under those guidelines, I, I think Commissioner, Commissioner Camacho has a good point that I think women's history would be something that uh, applies in that case. As you said, it's more, it's not just a specific group, it's more widely uh, uh, applicable because there's there are women in every single one of the communities that we have spoken about. So we go off the beaten path and say, we're not doing women in March. We're doing it in April. David, what does that look? I don't know. Okay. Well, I get to say that your you know your work plan uh, council approves the topics in general, but you're free to move the items around based on your workload and capacity. Thank you. That is actually very helpful context. Are we allowed to ask council member cells for cell for any input? No. No. <laughs> All that to say no. Okay, so with just the th three of us here, we go down the route of women for April. We do a, maybe a panel. I do want representation of different generations of women, different backgrounds, different roles that they fill in society. I, I, I'm almost thinking that you, we could incorporate several of the ideas that we had before. As you mentioned, uh, different uh, ages, uh, you could have a woman's perspective on immigration. That was one of the topics that we had before. Um, not women specifically, but about immigration. What about intergenerational uh, topics from a woman's perspective, um, et cetera? So perhaps that would be one way to combine several of those ideas from the perspective of women in general. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I think that could be a, that could possibly be a uh, interesting topic and beneficial to the community, perhaps. Mi, mi propuesta para el tema de las mujeres es que si haya una representación generacional, y una representación de diferentes tipos, que hubiese mujeres de la ciudad, estudiantes de la ciudad, inmigrantes, madres solteras, eh, mujeres que tienen su hogar, su esposo, sus hijos, para que desde cada punto de vista eh, entendamos este tema del cual hablamos tanto el año pasado, que es el tema de, de la equidad. Sí, eh, conociendo las varias historias, las vivencias, podríamos ponernos mucho más en los zapatos desde la comunidad y entender 
cómo todos no tenemos el mismo camino y cómo aún así eh, cada mujer en su lugar y en su espacio trata de hacer su mejor historia para la comunidad. Okay. Are we thinking we should do a panel and then have discussion? I think it shouldn't just be a panel. That's kind of boring. Like, the, like people also want to talk to each other and exchange their stories. Uh, Fernando was pointing out the uh, event where we have the panel and then we have the small group participation and then the presentations at the end. So what about making something not exactly like that necessarily, but it, where it's more interactional, not just the presentations, but have interactions, um, you know, divide everybody by different tables or something. And, and, and if I may, this is not what you asked, but I would also add that as Commissioner Camacho mentioned, have different varieties of uh, different types of, of uh, representation. Yeah, I agree. And, but I would also go as far as saying also have the representation from different com uh, communities. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that you're going to have, you know, five different um, criteria and then uh, 10 different uh, communities. So that turns out into 50 people that that's unmanageable, but, you know, cherry pick from uh, maybe the, the immigrant is from this community. Maybe the uh, student is from a different community. Okay. So I'm thinking that, I mean, just listening to what Claudia was saying and, you know, to be inclusive of different backgrounds, generations, maybe students, uh, inviting students, immigrants, single mothers. Um, it occurs to me that maybe the format that we can't, um, because April is very <laughs> short time as well. Not, I, I, I don't want you to think that we have a lot of time to prepare something for April, but maybe what, uh, what we can do is based on this characteristics, and knowing your, you know, connection with the community, you can all invite one or two people that you know uh, that could be part of these, not necessarily like a panel, but maybe what we could think is depending on how many people we have, they could kind of like facilitate conversations in, in a small circles. So um, let's say we have... Um, we have, uh, we start with a panel, right? With maybe they come up with a story, a particular story. And I'm just coming up with the idea right now. So it might not be completely thought out. So help me here. But they, they come up with something in particular that they want to share with the group, right? That they feel comfortable sharing. It could be an essay. It could be an experience. It could be, I don't know, something like that. And then based on their experience, um, we create some sort of like activity or questions or conversations around that. And they can be um, kind of like the main, uh, not facilitators, because I hope that you all and myself will work as facilitators, but they could be the ones that are talking about this, the the particular area that they are, um, you know, knowledgeable about. I don't know. 
I have that. a suggestion for that word. They can be the anchors of the group. Like they could be the anchors of the word. Yeah. Of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the sense that they're talking about a very specific experience. And the rest of the group is adding their thoughts too, but then also expanding their perspectives. Yeah. And I can look into because at the same time, I don't want to have people being one tokenized or exactly. single out or you know, traumatize uh, or um, having to relieve uh, a bad experience. That's not the whole, that's not the point. We, what we want to do is um, cognitive uh, empathy, kind of get to a point like I understand and I can see and feel what you went through and mm-hmm. kind of like putting myself in your shoes, but not at the expense of that person's mental health, 100%. right? 100%. And so we we have to think that really well. So that's why when we invite panelists, um, these are folks that are very comfortable speaking. They are um, okay sharing their own experiences. They are not afraid of answering questions. And basically, they are not going to be relieving a trauma, you know, experience right in front of people. So that's the that's why it's important to actually think about, well, maybe we should go with a professional speaker or somebody who really is more comfortable sharing their experiences. So yeah. yeah somebody I'll, who knows what they're signing up for. Yes, so sure. exactly. No, and because, you know, initially I said somebody that you know, and perhaps somebody wants to be, you know, is your friend and wants to help you and is, you know, thinking this is going to be a great experience. But at the same time, you know, you're you're leading them to a potential hazardous situation. So we don't want that. Yeah. Agreed. I, I think everything you said is very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're being very considerate of everybody. Now, that's an awesome thing. I, I thank you for that. I, the one thing, though, I'm I'm thinking about, I'm just in the my own experiences. And I'm sorry to say, but because I'm older than any of you, I've had more experience listening to different types of topics, perhaps. Uh, I've had more time in any case. And the ones that have been most impactful, in my opinion, have been the ones that are not necessarily professional speakers, but are willing to share a story because stories really is what communicates. And you alluded to that because you, you mentioned a story. And when when it's shared from the heart, it's hard to find anyone that wouldn't be moved by somebody's truths, by their the real experience as opposed to someone who has been so polished and, and being able to tell the story, but it seems like it's just, you know, it's been varnished. It's no longer as impactful as that person that perhaps is not a, the the, the um, professional, but is willing to share a story about their lives, knowing what they're going to go into, not not by not that we intend to, but making sure that they understand what it is that we're asking them to do. And if they're willing to do it, then guide them through that. Because I think those personal, real stories are more impactful than the professionally uh, polished speakers that might say it so eloquently, but they don't move people as much. Mm. La perspectiva que yo 
digo sobre las mujeres que crean historias, lo hago más desde un punto de vista motivacional. Eh, cuando, cuando hago eh, nom nombre de madres solteras o inmigrantes o situaciones así, es decir, eh, que sean historias inspiradoras. Soy inmigrante, pero pude crear mi empresa. Soy madre soltera, pero saqué adelante a mis hijos y también tengo mi trabajo. Eh, soy eh, de X, Y, religión que a veces son estigmatizadas, pero aún así es que sean historias de mujeres, pero inspiradoras, que, que, que están trabajando por la comunidad, están fortaleciendo la comunidad y que fortalezcan el espíritu de quienes las van a escuchar. Porque, como dice José, eh, siempre eh, las historias, y sobre todo cuando son de, de evolución, eh, indirectamente eh, a alguien en, que esté pasando cualquier situación, en su momento una palabra puede ser un, un, empujo, un empujón de lo que necesita escuchar. Y que, que, que le llegue como, como oportuna. A eso me refiero. I think that's a great point, Commissioner Camacho. And I just want to say, I don't think Fernanda was saying that we should get professional speakers. She's just saying we shouldn't. Yeah, forgive me if I said that. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to fault you in that. I, I, in one sense, I agree. But at the same time, I think if you were considering professionals, I think maybe in, Maybe it's not as important to have someone who's professional because, again, from my perspective, those real stories from ordinary people oftentimes are more impactful and more memorable than the professional speakers. So yeah, I would just caution not to go down that route too much, and it would probably be less expensive anyway. That's what you were saying, Fernanda. She was just saying, like, we don't want people to... Not put themselves in a situation where they will be harming themselves I, by sharing their story. That's I what agree. she was saying. Okay. Yeah. I apologize if I misunderstood. But so I agree with that. And at the same time, I think with proper coaching and guidance, we can have people share their their stories without putting them in that type of situation where they're going to be traumatized from the experience once once again. So I, which I don't want that either. So I think, go ahead, Fernanda, I'm sorry. So another idea based on what Claudia just said. Um, I love the idea about inspirational stories. So maybe that's what we do. So inspirational stories in Sunnyvale or Sunnyvale inspiration or um, something that has that, you know, that, Uh, personal touch of um, something where um, there was maybe is not several people, but is um, having having a particular story where there were some sort of uh, difficulties at first, and then this person, a woman, um, you know, overcame that through X Y Z. venue and and then we present maybe a few more i don't know but the background is going to be just inspirational stories in sunnyvale 
And maybe we could ask people to nominate themselves and we can give people the time to, you know, we create some sort of uh, application and say, would you like to be part of this, um, you know, afternoon or if inspirational stories come and share, we'll have some tea and cookies or, and it's going to be um, a very, you know, familiar and cozy environment where we want to hear how the women in Sunnyvale have, um, uh, you know, can inspire others, right? And and the beauty of it, now that I'm thinking about it, is like we can invite anyone because we have worldly. So even if you are not, you know, fluent in English, you can come and talk to us in Russian or you can come and talk to us in Tagalog or Hurdu or what have you, right? And, um, and it will be a, I, I will say, let's not do any name bro, because we will have, we have to give people a little bit more time if we're going to take applicants. So, because we have to come up with an application and the marketing and sending and, and all that. And uh, we have right now, I think, 400 and some people in the Unity um, uh, list, but not the, not the organizations, but just people that actually get our uh, human relations emails. So we can send that there. We can ask them to kind of like promote it. And it's more about an application. Then we'll look at our applications and then we'll set up the, the space for those uh, folks to to speak. And maybe, I don't know if, if it's possible to do, because I always feel that if you're going to share your story and we're going to learn from you, we have to pay you some, you know, I don't like free labor. So I will have to double check and see if it's something that we can provide, but at least a small stipend. And there is that and, and maybe some recognition from, I don't know if it's possible, from the city council. Uh, but that could be something that we can we can plan. Um, and that could be kind of like inspirational Sunnyvale. It can be a year thing that the Human Relations Commission uh, promotes and 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 leads. What, what do you all think? Me gusta. <laughs> she said me encanta. <laughs> I think so too. I think it's a great idea. So in terms of logistics, Fernanda, should are we the ones who build the application and then give it to you? No, you will build it? So and we just made work for you, basically. Obviously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of Lo your siento. job. But, um, I mean, I'll come up with an application. I can definitely present it to you in the next meeting for your approval. Or if you trust me, then we just have the application um, and then we'll, what I will like is uh, kind of direction as far as like, what are you looking for? Yeah. What is the timeline? Um, definitely, uh, yeah, the timeline, because I'm assuming that there is going to be some sort of like you looking at the applications or the applicants. And I we have to, to think about them. Huh? We need to prep them also. Like we need to provide them some guidelines for here's what to expect. Right. So this, I think yeah. that that will be part of what is that application going to say and entail. So part of that. 
So I think there is a few logistical things that maybe for the next meeting I can present to you as far as like, oh, we can do this, but we can't do this. Like we definitely are going to do like a stipend, but I can't do this other stuff. So um, and then for next meeting, I'll have the application. So that's why I'm saying we cannot do it in April. So it will be something that we say, can spell. Wow, that's really close. Yeah. I, mean, I we could I'll, do it at the end of April. So thinking about any application process, you usually give 15 days at a minimum to any to any process when there are applications, especially if you're if you're wanting to participation from the community at large. So are we not allowed to react to the application through email? Oh, yes. Could well, we not do that? And then by the next meeting, we can work on the design of the session of the event. So you're saying uh, by next meeting, the application will be already mailed and will be in the process of collecting yeah, the application. Um, let me just, because this is. Uh, and I think we should do more than just put it in the listserv. Could mm -hmm. we, like, we could post it on Nextdoor. We could put it on the bulletin boards in the library and in other places. But for that, so we definitely I, I need to get... interject that mm -hmm. it would be it would be permissible for uh, staff to develop an application and share it with individual commissioners and get individual feedback. But that would be a one draft thing because as soon as staff modified the application based on any commissioner's feedback, that's a non. We couldn't share it back with the commission outside of a noticed meeting. Oh, so we, I mean, staff could share it and get your individual feedback on it, but it would be sort of a one-time thing because if they received feedback from some commissioners, made changes and shared it back, then you're having a meeting about your topic outside of a noticed meeting. Yeah. That's why I was asking if we could do so it. So it's feasible. It just couldn't be like an ongoing conversation. So I'm looking at, so next meeting is March 14. Um, definitely an application can be done by then, obviously. I don't know if we'll have done enough marketing because what I'm thinking is, is at least anytime that we do any marketing to a community, we need at least a couple of weeks to go back and forth with the graphic designer and mm -hmm. so it's usually a couple of weeks. I mean, it could take less, but it's usually that because we have comments and edits and things like that. So we are already two weeks short. And then by the time that, let's say we put it out to the public, it will be March 4th. And then it doesn't give us a lot of time for the next meeting to be, I mean, we could discuss the format on March 14. You will not have the applicants by then. That's what I'm trying to say. For April, you definitely will have the applicants, at least the pool of applicants. And so, David, in that sense, if we have, let's say, I don't know, 10 applicants, and I share the applicants um, or the applications with the commissioners, will that be the discussion will happen in public. So when the, those that. applications are shared with the commissioners, they should be shared with the public. So they would need to go along with a, a noticed agenda. Okay. 
because anything that's going to be going to the commission related to an agenda item needs to go simultaneously to the public. I think that like the drafting of the application is one thing, but then saying here, here are applicants. We would like you to make a decision based on that, right? The public needs to receive that information at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so I, I believe that if that's the case, then in April, you'll be getting the applicants. You will not get them in March. So this is a good realistic preview for us for what it would it take to pull together an event. This is a multi-month planning thing. We cannot plan something in one or two months. Seems like 90 days is a good goal to have. Minimum. This is a good reality check for me. Okay. Okay, so we go with that, Fernanda, then. So just to be clear, we have um, we have an agreement on that event. Mm -hmm. Basically, we'll do um, a call out to the public to share inspirational stories with, um, you know, to be part of a, a panel that is sponsored by the Human Relations Commission that potentially will be in not April, but May or June, depending but, on how. Yeah. Uh huh. I was going to say, I don't know if we should call them inspirational stories, Fernanda, because I don't know if people will say, yes, I am an inspiration. Let me sign up for this. We'll come up with a better word. Okay. But we need to do that soon because she needs to start working on that. And yes. I think perhaps rather than having people nominate themselves, is who do you, uh, sending out to the public and asking who do you know that's an inspiration? Can you nominate Can you do those that? people? Could you self-dominate and nominate another person? Of course, I think that we the, just have to tell the question that. is: Will that person that is being nominated will like to share their story? That's I what I was going to say, especially if the applications are public. Mm -hmm. Maybe but I tell them you can nominate someone, but please get their permission first because your mm -hmm. application will be public. And I definitely need a title or a name for this yeah. if we're going to be working on the application right after this. So you will have, I will have to have something to work on. <laughs> okay. I was just going to ask, what, what other propositions do you have, Commissioner Shakia? Yeah, that's what Google's going to tell me. Make sure it's the AI version of Google. <laughs> I will also say, I mean, well, will you look um, there? Um, I think that we'll focus on this and um, receiving applications in March, then, um, or in the process of receiving applications. So the March meeting will be more about the design of how that panel is going to go. In April will be the discussion of the applications or the applicants. By um, by the end of that meeting, we'll have, you know, maybe everybody that apply will be part of it. And in May, we'll have the event. I think that will be kind of like the, the um, yeah, the calendar of things. And um, that also makes me think about 
what happens after that. So we also need to, I, I would like for the commissioners to think, um, okay, where are we with disability roundtables? What are we going to do about that? And then are we going to address the other four topics that you brought up? Because we didn't have women, I mean, we had Women History Month as part of the work plan, but you also added those four topics. So I I want you to give me direction as far as like, what are we going to do with those four topics if we're going to? Uh, because again, like David said, you know, this work plan is is a guideline, um, but I also need a little bit more direction for future planning. So if I need, if we start thinking about, okay, we're going to do this in May, is there something major that we do? Like, for example, in September, we have United Against Hate Week. It was moved from November to September. So maybe after we finish this event, we gear towards that as the planning part. And that will be our two major like events. And then at the end of the year, we do something else. But maybe that would be um, where the commission directs all, all their energy to. So I, I want to point out, Fernanda, I think our intention was combining one of the civility roundtables with this topic of women. Okay. That was one. I thought that was what we were doing. I wasn't clear on that. So. Uh, that sounds fine to me. I 100% thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> I, I don't think, I, well, speaking to my, for myself, uh, it wasn't intentional that we should combine it, but I think it's a good idea. Commissioner Camacho is nodding. Fernanda, are we not allowed to put in the work plan, the plan that we have to build relationships with the special interest groups? I don't know if that's the right term, with the affinity groups and the identity groups. So you can do that in relationship to items that are on your approved work plan. Modifying, like adding topics to your work plan is something that has to get approved by the city council because the work plan is you come up with it, but then they approve it to say, yes, this is what we want this commission to focus on this year. But the 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 topic of reaching out and building relationships with community groups doesn't sound like it needs to be its own topic, but that it sort of falls into how you go about doing yeah. most of the things that are on your work plan. I just want to recognize that it does take work on our part to do that. So, because when you were saying that we're only going to do two events this year, it's like, oh man, we are falling oh, no, no, no. short. Big time. I, I mean, this conversation is proof that it's not just two events. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot behind it. So um, I wouldn't, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't think that. And at the same time, it was also part of your work plan last year when we started. So think of it as part of, you know, as David said, it's actually pretty much part of the charge of the commission. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's, it's understood. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the council member. Yay, finally. Okay. So I was just listening to today, and then we started off with that you decide not to do that other event um, because you felt like more outreach needed to be done. And then I'm hearing that you say, oh, we're not getting enough done. But I guess what I'm hearing from today is it's better to 
move slowly and carefully and do a good job. And then you're not having to, oh no, we didn't like reach out to this group or that. And so I just think uh, as a council member, that's what I would just want you to do a good job. And not, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, Fernanda, are we good? Yeah, so let me just uh, make sure that I have um, I have everything clear here. So during March, we'll discuss the logistics of this event. In April, we'll share the applicants uh, or people who apply to be part of this conversation. Um, in May, we'll have the event. I need a name for the event. <laughs> well, I was thinking instead of inspirational stories, but this doesn't translate well in other languages. You know that book of Melinda Gates about the moment of lift, how empowering women changes the world. Maybe it's uplifting stories. Like mm -hmm. we're lifting these women's stories up so that they can uplift other women also. In the sharing and in the exchange around the stories, it's more than inspiration, I think. But I don't know if uplifting translates to other languages as well. I know in Tagalog, we don't have a word for it. Um, maybe there is, and I just don't know it. Yeah, That's a suggestion I have. Mm -hmm. Uplifting. So uh, uh, uplifting women's work? Is that what you're saying? Or uh, was it uplifting stories of women? I don't know, or women's experiences? Okay, Commissioner Camacho, you have something? No. Because I saw you lean forward. No, o sea, eh, es lo que dice la comisionada. Eh, sí que sea una palabra que tenga el mismo mensaje para todos los idiomas. Y obviamente que su significado es el que ya todos entendimos, que sea empoderamiento inspiración, edificación, que sea motivacional. Because if we do use inspiring, Fernanda, we can always qualify it in the description of the event. I just don't want people to self-select out because they say, oh, I'm not inspirational. That's the only reason I brought it up. So to Commissioner Camacho's point, if we put other descriptors in the body, like empowerment, motivational, it will be, a, we will cover our basis. I, I don't, but I, I don't think that one specific word is going to um, make or break. Exactly, because the, the same way that you're concerned that women uh, or anyone in general, but specifically women, since that's the conversation here, are going to say, oh, I'm not inspirational. Uh, they could easily say the same thing about, oh, I'm not uh, motivated. I, 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 I can't uh, motivate people. That's not who I am. Or maybe encouragement would be the word. Or maybe... Uh, uh, stimulating would be the word, but any of those could be a reason for someone to self-select out if that's what they, the, if that's the word that triggers them. So we cannot, 
we cannot just say no we can't use it because of this because it's, we don't know how it's going to impact okay fernanda we're going to roll it inspirational with qualifiers in the more encouraging words of the application and if i make a request i would like to say and we'll open this to women and people who identify as women Inspirational. inspirational and lots of qualifiers meaning <laughs> meaning um meaning what meaning like do you think that you're if you were to share some of your experience somebody could maybe see themselves in it and feel less alone mm -hmm. something like that okay could it motivate someone could they learn from your experience yeah, I mean the description. I think I can come up with it. Yeah, I think it's because I I understand where you're. You know, was your intention? Um, if I need to find like a more catchy title, that's the part that I was looking for more direction. But it can have inspiration on the title, mm -hmm. and it can have all these other qualifiers. So if you trust me, I'll come up with something. Is that okay? Hundred percent trust. You. Okay. One other word that might might be a good one to include something about moving or impactful in some way. But again, people can self-select themselves out because of that word. But at the same time, maybe others might think, oh, I think I can do that. Yo opino que, que esto es una oportunidad que tiene una situación con un trasfondo porque pienso que no solo la persona decir yo puedo ser eh, una luz para alguien, una motivación para alguien, sino que hay comunidades que tienen sus líderes que pueden decir eh, yo quiero que, que esa persona que es la que representa, la que está, la que participa, la que apoya, la que ayuda, esté ahí. Entonces tiene un trasfondo también muy comunitario porque... No solo la, eh, la persona decir, ven, yo quiero estar ahí, sino que un grupo, una comunidad, un sector puede decir, esta mujer está por y para nosotros y queremos que esté ahí. Entonces, eh, tam, mi pensamiento va más hacia allá. No digo que si yo me siento inspiradora o motivacional no, no me inscriba, pero también lo veo también desde ese punto de vista eh, de, de apoyo, de solidaridad, que otras personas ven en alguien que quizás ese mismo alguien no lo ve o no se siente tan así, pero que otros dicen, usted es el engranaje para que esto funcione. Yes, I, I love that concept. Uh, and, and it ties in with what I was going to say, which is um, when we do events in, you know, public events, we usually go um, and hope that people are going to show up. So I feel that part of the success of this event is going to depend on the amount of connections and conversations that you all have because we might want to target a specific organizations or neighborhood associations or um, churches or synagogues or, you know, uh, mosques things like that, right? Be Because that's where the real, not only the stories are going to come, but the, what 
Claudia was just saying, they're going to be coming to support the person that is going to be speaking. And that's the part that is going to make this event successful. Because I really like that part of like, I'm here not just because I am great, but because I support the person who is going to be speaking because I'm really happy that this woman did this, that, and that, and I'm here for her. So um, that will be my my only kind of advice uh, as far as like, yeah, we can send emails, we can create the uh, flyer for next door and or Instagram or what have you. But I think this is like a gross, grassroots kind of movement um, conversation and and it's not going to be a one-time thing. I think this has the potential to be a really impactful event. Good. All right. Do you want to recap again, um, Fernanda? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I'm going to work on the title, but I gather that impact, inspirational, empowerment are words that are going to be taken into consideration for that title in March. So I'll work on the application. The application will, um, plus the uh, marketing materials will start tomorrow in the process of getting it all done. So by the March uh, meeting, you're not going to be looking at applications yet, but you're going to be thinking about, the okay, design. what is this, the logistics of the event? And then in April, you will receive the applicants. It will be a conversation about, you know, who are part of that panel or who is invited. And then in May, we'll have the event. Do we have a role in publicizing the application? Yes. So as soon as I have the application, yes, I will that. share that with all of you as well as... Um, I'll share the community organizations that we have a list of. And um, if you have other folks that you would like to actually see in that list, please let me know. So we'll add them. So for next events, we'll have them there already. Um, we also have a list of individuals. So it's not just the organizations, but individuals as well that perhaps are not part of the Unity email. So if you do know people from the community, then. I'll, I'll please send them my way. We'll add him. Thank you, Fernanda. Mm -hmm. Were you going to say something? Okay, so that closes us on, oh my gosh, the topic 2303.90 at 8.55. Okay, we'll move to the third topic, the third presentation. Should we have these conversations separately? I guess yes. So the third one is 230310, which is commemorating Black History Month, which is this month, actually. Fernanda, is there a staff presentation? Um, no, there is no staff presentation, but I just wanted to let you know, I, I think I I share that um, in our January meeting where the city was planning some events for the employees and the library had events for the community. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to highlight the great work that the community, I mean, the Sunnyvale Library is doing and just give you a, an update on what we have been doing here in Sunnyvale. One was um, the creation of a, um, a book club. We call it the Ellership Cl uh, Learning Club. And we have our first meeting today, and we were discussing this book by Sharon Hurley Hall, I'm Tired of Racism, True Stories of Existing While, while Black. 
Um, and so it's an open um, space for people to just, you know, they will get the book uh, not for free. They, they'll check it out and this property of, of the office of the city manager. But people can actually go over and um, discuss the book. So I, I led the conversation. We had some um, questions to guide the conversation, but it was it was really good. We have our second meeting um, in two weeks. And I think we're going to be discussing this book for probably another month and a half, even though it's part of Black History Month. I think that there are so many different stories that um, people can relate and can address without being, you know, reading the whole book. Because one of the reasons I selected it is is very personal and it talks about different um, stories that can be either taken into like a whole group of like in a chapter, but also individually. So that's kind of like my my report on that. We also have a panel uh, of employees that are going to be talking about their experiences about uh, being employees here in Sunnyvale, but also looking at it as their professional journey and journey in the, in, in the organization, but also giving tips and um and ideas as well as kind of like guiding um uh, not so much great guiding principle but guiding uh, as a guiding conversation to other folks that are um, black african-american here in the organization and that's happening next week and um are those only for the city employees that's not open to the public right? yeah that is not open to the public because we're not we're um we're not there yet. <laughs> and at the same time, again, we want to make sure that these uh, this folks are okay talking to their own organization, not so much being public speakers in, in the community. But yeah, eventually we'll like to do something that involves the community as well as the organization. So, Thanks, Fernanda. Yes. Any questions or comments from my fellow commissioners? Okay, thank you for all that. I I think the the city is taking a lot of steps that we were not aware of. I sim I think similarly the next conversation about TET, that's already happened, and I know there were some events in the city around What's that as Tet? well. Uh, Lunar New Year, oh, for Vietnamese okay. people it's TET. TET. Okay. Yeah, which my wife is, so I'm familiar with that word. Sorry. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Okay, so we'll go to the last presentation, which is 230311, which is celebrating Lunar New Year. Is there a staff presentation, Fernanda? Um, no, uh, besides just highlighting the um, events that the library is also putting together and uh, inviting people to, to check the website as well as the different mm -hmm. Uh, resources that they have provided and the events that they have um, as well. And um, we also had, uh, just to share with the commissioners, we just had the first um, equity access and inclusion newsletter. So we're trying to also promote some of the um, activities and events that are happening in the library as well as um, you know, what uh, what other resources that relate to equity access and inclusion can be shared for the employees. So the newsletter has, um, we had a, 
a flyer in wishing everybody a, a happy Lunar New Year, but at the same time talking about what is it um, that we celebrate, why we celebrate it. Um, we also had links about uh, Black History Month podcast as well as um, readings at movies. So it's also something that we're uh, trying to do through the division of EAI where where we create community, but also kind of like learning spaces. That's cool. Thanks, Fernanda. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, please, Commission Council, Member. Yeah, Council Member, please. Council Member, Commissioner. Council Member, Cell. I went to the Library Lunar New Year event, and it was fantastic. They had like dragon dancing, they had acrobats, they had uh, concerts, and um, it's the most people I've ever seen at the library before. And the, in between the events, the, uh, children would be reading books, and it was people of all ages, teenagers, little kids, adults, older adults. So you can see like um, the cultural event, when it is a celebration, how it can bring the community together. So, yeah, well done. If there was any way you had anything to do with it. Okay, well, well these other programs will be that. Yeah. Thank you. And I do think our library puts on some pretty awesome events. I second that. Okay. Do any commissioners have any comments or questions for staff on top of all the others that we already asked and gave? Okay, no. All right, members of the public will now have an opportunity to address the commission on the topics not listed on tonight's agenda. This section is limited to 15 minutes and may be extended or continued after the public hearings slash general business section of the agenda. Individuals are limited to one appearance during oral communications. As stated at the beginning of the meeting, this commission meeting is considered a limited public forum and the commission can regulate the time, place, and manner of speech. Speaker comments during oral communications must be limited to matters within the commission's authority to address, generally referred to as within the commission's subject matter jurisdiction. If a speaker does not speak to a matter within the commission's subject matter jurisdiction, the presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order to allow the commission to conduct its business in a reasonably efficient manner, manner and to protect the rights of other speakers. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech. Are we going to provide her? Are we going to go to recess? No. Just keep going. Okay. A reminder to the public, please submit a speaker card to the city clerk. Raise your digital hand now or dial star nine on a telephone if you wish to address the commission. I will call on members of the public participating in person first. Then the city clerk will ask remote participants to unmute their microphone when it is their turn to address commission. Speakers will have three minutes to speak. Is there anyone here? Okay, nobody's in the room. So recording officer, do we have any remote participants wishing to speak? No, Vice Chair. All right, thank you. I will go ahead and close oral communications. 
All right, I will go ahead and open public comment on consent calendar items. So members of the public wishing to address the commission, please submit a speaker card to the recording officer. <clears throat> Use the raise hand feature now or dial star nine on a telephone to indicate you wish to speak. I will call on members of the public participating in person first, then the recording officer will ask remote participants to unmute their microphone when it is their turn to address the commission. Speakers will have three minutes to speak. So recording officer, do we have any remote participants wishing to speak on this time item? No, Vice Chair. All right, I will close public comment and I will now ask a motion from my colleagues. I make a motion that we approve the meetings of the meeting of January 11th. So the minutes of the meeting of January 11th. Is there a second? Can I second it? So I second that. Is there discussion or advocacy on the motion? No. All right. Recording officer, please conduct a roll call vote. First up, Commissioner Leon, how do you vote? Aye. Vice Chair Sakia? Aye. Commissioner Camacho? Aye. The motion carries 3-0 with Chair Amsetti and Commissioner Zapata absent. Thank you. All right, so now this portion of the agenda is for oral reports and announcement by commissioners and or staff to share information. Do commissioners have any non-agenda items or comments? I do, and I believe it's already been brought up. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm sorry to say just my responsibilities have changed in the last few months. And I've been uh, excusing for my other responsibilities to be here. Um, and I cannot continue to do that. So rather than be miss missing multiple meetings for our commission, I don't think it's just for me to continue to hold the seat when I cannot continue to participate in the meetings. So um, does my resignation require a written resignation or is oral sufficient? Uh, the Council's policy and boards and commissions uh, request that you uh, submit uh, an email or a letter to the okay. mayor letting the mayor know of your resignation. But Directed. you can copy the clerk too so that so we can to start. the mayor recording. and the clerk. Yes, Got it. thank you. Thank you. Are we allowed to backfill his seat? Uh, we'll look at the timing, but that uh, the vacancy caused by his resignation would likely be included in the annual recruitment, which uh, is anticipated. The application deadline for that is uh, April 25th, and council is scheduled to conduct interviews in May with an appointment in June. Okay, so that's as soon as we could fill it, June. Yes. Okay. Thank you, David. Anything else? Okay. Does staff have any non-agenda items or comments? Not at the moment, thank you. Thank you, Fernanda. All right, uh, with that, this meeting is adjourned at 9.08 p.m. and I want to thank everyone for your participation in tonight's meeting.